0: Known as the Female Mind, you are now entering the Fangirl Zone.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode 41 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on
0: the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirless, and tonight we'll be discussing episodes 11, 12, and 13 of Hunters. So, you have a little bit of news for us, huh?
1: Yeah, Sci-Fi has announced uh, on, Jan- on July 8th that Hunters has been canceled. Will not be renewed for a season two.
0: I can't say I was really surprised. No. Uh, the way it started, it was really kind of slow. Of course, these last few episodes have really picked up. Yeah. <laughs> but waiting till the very last, like, what, four episodes of a season. Yeah. You're
1: going to lose way too many people along the way. Yes, and changing it from what, a normal eight, hour, eight o'clock to ten o'clock, it, or something like that.
0: No, because it was showing. I want to say it was like almost was it eleven or twelve? Yeah, it was it showing been Central been 11. time. Eleven?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. We it, it moved it to eleven Central.
0: Yeah, so you're losing any audience that you had with the sh- what was it right before this? Wait, no, no, no. Twelve Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys. I'm like, wait, which day is this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you're losing any kind of following that you already had going from the earlier show. Right. I don't know. I'm not surprised, but I mean, we, we did make it through the whole season. Like I said, the last few episodes got a lot better than the beginning. Yes. But I just think we've lost way too many people along the way. So hopefully those of you who read the book are, like, shaking your fist, saying, why didn't they do this? You know, because I'm sure the book was great. It's still something that's on my list to read. If anybody has read it, I want to hear what you think. So, you know, make sure you shoot me an email at fangirlzonepodcast at com. But let's jump into this. We're going to jump into Episode 11, Telegraph.
1: All right. The ETU finally cracks the hunter language, allowing Finnerman to set a trap. Regan questions whether all hunters are terrorists or whether some may be innocents living among us.
0: You have to believe that some of them had to be innocent.
1: I oh, mean, there yeah. was
0: children. It's not like they're born knowing everything that these, you know, older hunters already know. So they're not going to just come out and be terrorists at age five. Now, I'm sure there's people out there who are like, well, look at what happens in certain cultures. I get that. But some of these, the way they showed how these kids were, too, they didn't even know what was going on. Most of them didn't even know what they were. Right. So, I don't know, this episode kind of irked me. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Just because that lady is such an ass.
1: Yes. Vennerman shows her true colors as she has decided to take this trap and turn it into a total bloodbath. Right. And that was her plan all along. She just didn't let Jackson in on the. Oh, secret. I
0: totally, totally believe it. And then, uh, what's his name? Briggs? Is yeah. Way too into it.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: oh, God. It just, they made him so unlikable. And I wanted in the beginning to feel like, all right, he had something happen and they're going to show us why he's like this. Right. But just the entire season, he was just like. A jackass.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: there really is no way around it.
1: No, absolutely not. He was a douche the whole season.
0: Yeah, and, and all we got was that someone he loved was killed by hunters, which we don't even know if that's true. Right. He could have just been like a psychopath. We don't know. They, they never developed these people. Yeah. Uh, that's my biggest You know, biggest he
1: was beef. in military, so, you know, he could be suffering PTSD just as bad as Flynn is. True. I mean, Flynn had a good reason.
0: <laughs> right, right. Which we finally get information on that. Was that this episode or?
1: The previous one. Yeah, okay.
0: Like, they all run together at some point. Uh, interesting <laughs> that they cracked the code, finally. And that was all yes. because of Regan's father giving them, basically, the Rosetta Stone by right. saying... A phrase in English and then s- repeating it in hunter. Mm-hmm. The hunterese. I don't know <laughs> what we're saying. Hunteress? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> um, but it seemed almost too easy after they get this. I mean, I understand the Rosetta Stone is like this huge thing where it had multi-languages with multi-words. Right. But I just feel like those clicks and chittering was would have taken a lot longer. I don't know, maybe they have really good computer programs.
1: Yeah, I mean, you kind of compare it to the imitation game, and you see that, yeah, the computer power is much stronger now than it was back then. But instead of intercepting the messages and selectively trying to, you know, thwart what they're trying to do without giving up that you've broken the code, they turn around and, oh, let's send them a message to have everybody meet at this motel.
0: Right. I'm like, red flag much?
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. That's just a dead giveaway that, yes, you've broken their code. Yeah. Just,
0: and no. then they had a different way before this was out there. How did you think they communicated before Spotify? Yay. Spotify has not always been there. girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It... it Again, it took so long to get to this point, and then it felt really rushed. Right. So, unfortunately, again, I know there's a lot more that happened, but kind of not really. Yeah. And so, again, a story with not a lot of meat on its bones. They set up a trap, and Regan is uh, the inside man. Right. Because she can tell who's Hunter, who's not. And then Finnerman is like, go dark everybody dies ha 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 ha. that's what i felt like i mean just right. put a freaking like a uh, dalmatian spotted coat on her at this point and let it go right i'm like <laughs> can we get some dizzy disney, disney villain music right it, it was just such a change like you yes. knew she was a pain but then she's like just turns and like we're killing everyone they're not people they're nothing you need information Yes. Somebody in there is bound to have something that you need.
1: Right. And let Regan do her job and try to figure
0: it out. Right. Ugh, that's annoying. And especially because they kept pointing out, look at how many children were there. Right. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they are really showing that this woman has no care. It's just she's totally annihilating a people, even if, if they're not a people in her eyes. Right. That was just crazy.
1: Yeah. It's like what they did to the Native Americans. Round them up and ship them off, you know, make them walk 3,000 miles. Right.
0: Uh, that's horrible, too. Let's, let's not go into that. That's a whole discussion. <laughs> that was awful. Yes, it was. But, yeah, this, they're like round them, shoot them all. And then we had Abby and Musa actually trying to help their own people.
1: Right. Which. Musa knew it was a trap because he didn't
0: send the message. Right. But it kind of surprised me that they would let Musa go, even if he's the guy in charge and he's like, I can do what I want. I mean, he's the one who's supposed to be leading them. I'm surprised they would let him go. And then once they found out he was there, why Finnerman was still like, kill everyone. Mm-hmm. I would think that they'd want him at least for interrogation. She just didn't seem to think about that. I mean, did she think the plans, if he was there, weren't going to go through or nobody was going to continue in his stead? Get the information from him. Mm -hmm. Now I'm sounding kind of crazy and paranoid. Let's move on.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, at least Abby does tell Flynn what the purge is. So they do get some information, but by that time it's too late because Briggs is on the loose.
0: (laughs) True. Well, yeah, they get some information, but... I mean, still, how much can we trust Abby
1: right, yeah, you don't feel like you can trust Abby yet
0: right i don't I don't know if we can trust her ever, yeah <laughs> because uh, but that's what was hard because is this the one where M sees her?
1: No, no, that's okay, the next episode
0: all right, I mean, you have her acting like a mother, and then suddenly she's not, and she's trying to tell Regan in another episode. Like, oh no, it's fine. It won't bother you. And she's crying. So it's like, I don't know where she is supposed to be. Like, in her head, is she all about her people? Is she all about humans? Is she just about Flynn and M? It's very confusing with Abby. And so I don't know what we can believe that she's saying. Right. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a disgusted sound. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because they made it almost had a feeling like some other shows that I've watched on Fox <clears throat> <Yeah>. um <laughs> where it it's shown out of order because the right. way they have her, she seemed so all over the place. Mm-hmm. Briggs has been a jackass the whole time, so I mean that at least continued right uh, <laughs> that sounds horrible, but he was because he seemed way too into it when he was in there killing people, even. When they go in for their extermination, even when Regan saves his life, she could have let that other hunter just kill him. Oh, yeah. And I was kind of rooting for the hunter. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Somebody needed to take Briggs out.
0: She saves him, and he still tries to kill her. Yeah. It's like, I just saved you. I could have let you die. But I didn't.
1: His orders were to kill everybody, including Regan, so...
0: I don't think that would have necessarily needed to be an order for him.
1: No, but, but Finnerman de- does tell Jackson that Regan's going down, too, because she can't be trusted.
0: Which makes no sense. She's in there helping you. Uh, I don't like this woman. And again, we have no reasoning from her why she, her attitude is this way. Why? Tell me something.
1: Yeah. And, but, of course, Jackson doesn't like it, and Fennerman basically boots him out and Says, I'm in charge now.
0: Yeah, well, she, I think she's been itching to do that. Like, every time she can get close to doing that, she doesn't anyway.
1: Right. Now, fortunately, Flynn realizes what's about to happen and gets Regan out of there.
0: Right. And plus, Regan, again, helps him. Right. I don't think he's one of those people that are taking a partnership too lightly. Like, he knows, all right, you know what, she just saved me. I'm not about to turn around and kill her. Right. So, uh, I don't know. This was just one of those annoying episodes again. It's like, okay, you're fleshing everything out, but now you're annoying me. Because (laughs) why are you making these people do the things they're doing and not giving us information? Yeah. More meat on the bone.
1: Yes. Musa does get, is injured in the... Attack, we, but he does get away.
0: Yeah, he has an interesting little trick. Yeah, that That's was a nice sweet. little party trick. <laughs> uh, what was it his blood or was it his flesh? Now I'm kind of drawing a blank.
1: I think it was his uh, blood.
0: It, it created some weird
1: gas, gas that made him all nauseous. <laughs> it was
0: knocking the humans out left and right.
1: Yes, it was. It was nice to see Briggs go down, right. I was hoping it was going to kill him. But you
0: know no. what? There have not been that many shows where I'm, where one of the good guys is one that I'm hoping gets taken out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, There's been I a few. I don't think we can ever really call
0: Briggs a good guy because well, he, he worked on, for Finerman. Yeah, he was on the good team. Let's put it that way. Right. But, oh, man, I wanted him to be beat down on a regular basis in this show. <laughs> it's so bad. All right, uh, anything else in Telegraph? Because it was mostly in the hotel and the tr- Yeah,
1: it was all hotel.
0: All right, let's go on to Episode 12, Pretending right. to See the Future. I'm going to try this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Flynn and Allison attempt to track down the location of the Purge missile launch and run into Lionel, who has his own agenda. Truss reluctantly demonstrates that he is still capable of making the hard decisions. Again, this episode, this one, actually, it really did have more going on. Right. More um, more with the character's psyche, I'd say. Right. Because this is the one, more than any episode, even more than the finale, that we're seeing what really is going on with Finnerman. Yeah. With um, Briggs and with, uh, oh, crap. What's his name? Jackson. Thank you. <laughs> I blinked. But we also find out that uh, Regan and Flynn are, you know, trying to find out what's going on, and uh, well, they they kind of go rogue.
1: Yeah, they've and, gone completely rogue. Yeah.
0: And oh, look at who's who's popping up again. Our little arms dealer. Yeah. <laughs> Who apparently has a kid, and this was really kind of interesting because they end up taking the kid hostage to try to get the information. Right. Inadvertently take the kid hostage, I should say, because they thought they were chasing him down. They take him hostage. He's in a hotel. We find out he has leukemia, correct? Yes. Okay. And that he's going to have this new revolutionary drug given to him. And Regan's like, wait a minute, he took my blood. Right. Something's not right. <laughs> and it's all, you know, they're going to inject the blood into this kid who's not like a little kid he's you know what in his 20s i'd say right yeah and of course you know they're trying to get the information and he's like i don't believe my kid's alive yada yada blah blah so exchange exchange back and forth okay we're gonna help your kid because all of a sudden he's having seizures and he might be dying they inject the hunter blood in and what does it do it cures him right for about five minutes yeah (laughs) yeah And then they start freaking out because he passes, What? no, he had a seizure. Right. When he's having the seizure, uh Regan tries to give him, wait, no, was it the seizure? Yeah, or CPR,
1: stop and his chest just completely collapses.
0: And then the rest of him collapses in on itself. Yeah. So, Hunter Blood does not mix well with humans. No. <laughs> No, that was really weird. And at first, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they have a cure. This is something that's good, and they could talk about. And wait, yeah, <laughs> maybe no. Yeah, so much with that. But they get the location. No, they don't get the location. That's
1: right. Well, they're they're supposed to meet up with Carp and exchange the information for the sign. Who's now and, not there? Uh, yeah, and when they pull up. It's not carp that gets out. It's McCarthy, and you see he tosses carp's head at him.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. About that. And he's all cleaned up and nice looking, and he's like, "I'm here to help." Yeah. Oh, uh, what? You just took this dude's head off. I don't know if we can trust you. Exactly. Yeah, it was kind of crazy, uh, but at the same time, they're running out of options. Yeah. So what are they going to do? It's really the only thing they can do. But he won't give any information to anyone other than Jackson. Right. Who is having his own problems. Indeed. Yeah. Why don't you talk about that for a minute?
1: All right. Well, we do get to see the flashback of Afghanistan 2009, where both Fennerman and Jackson are investigating the brutal murders of several American soldiers, including Briggs' partner. So I guess that's the person he loved.
0: Yeah, that was. I'm like, that was really random, saying it the way they said it. Right. Unless he meant his whole unit. Yeah. I mean, your and, brothers.
1: Right. You know. And it probably was.
0: <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted.
1: And uh, we actually see Finnerman basically give Jackson the order to kill the one witness that is left because after she shows him... What they were able to uh, kill, so he actually sees his first hunter, and we see him shoot that guy in cold blood, just take him out.
0: Well, I mean, at that point, they didn't know what was going on. So I I get it, trying to save everybody. Right. But, yeah, he didn't hesitate, which was a little scary.
1: It really was.
0: But then we, you know, jump back to the now.
1: Right, where he's he was a outside tech. of church with his family. This was. Uh, yeah.
0: This was good, though, because it shows you the level of, in, not intensity, but perception, I guess is the, right, I don't know the word. And observant. Thank you. I'm like not thinking of the right word. <laughs> yes, that people in that kind of job always have like their head on a swivel, basically. And he's looking around and he keeps looking at the one guy who it just seems odd that he's all of a sudden, you know, pulling up and on a right. bike and he wasn't in church and he's on a phone. And it's like, this doesn't seem right, but he has been around the weaponry enough that when he started seeing like the water start like vibrating, he at least got his family to safety. Right. No he right. was hurt, but not bad. Right. And his car was blown up. Yeah. Because it was what his wife and his grandkids, they said, right? Yes. I mean, what the heck? And you're thinking, okay, the hunters are out for him? Well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense if he's out, but they don't know he's out. Right. So he calls in, he ends up going to a safe house, and this is where I got pissed off this episode, so please proceed. (laughs) I'm telling you, these episodes were just, most of it was pissing me off. Like, towards the end, it's like, finally give me more, and now I'm just angry.
1: Right. (laughs) Because, um... As they get to the safe house, Briggs is there to, uh well, Briggs shows up to make sure everything's kosher.
0: Yeah, in quotes. Yeah. I'm here to make sure everything's fine.
1: And fortunately for Jackson, he pretty much knew that Briggs was not there to make sure everything was kosher, but he was there to kill him.
0: I'm surprised how quickly he jumped back when he, like, threw the hot water on him. Right. Isn't that boiling water? Wouldn't you do yes. more than like, ow? Yeah. <laughs> Thought you'd be like, my eyes.
1: Yeah. It's
0: burns. <laughs> I don't know. He recovered pretty quick. But then somehow, and this I find interesting, because somehow Jackson gets to Briggs and gets him to call Finnerman, and Briggs leaves. I mean, he had him dead to rights. So he could just blow him away. Uh-huh. And it didn't make sense to me with the way he's acted this entire season. It's like so out of character for him to be like, You're right, I'm human. I should not do this, blah blah blah. You know, he didn't say any of that, but you know, next thing we know we have Finnerman rolling up to the house. Right. I mean was it just me or did that just seem really odd?
1: No, that was really odd.
0: <laughs> Again, like when they're showing stuff out of order.
1: Right. Now and- yeah, I don't believe he really makes that um, Briggs make the call. I think he was able to get Briggs's phone and text Finnerman that it was a, what was it, a security level three or something, and that meant she needed to come.
0: Hmm. Because I thought they mentioned it in the next episode that he called. I could be wrong. I just felt, yeah, it, it was just weird. Because how does he get him to go away, basically? Right. It just, yeah, didn't make a whole lot of sense. But, you know, Fenderman rolls up, and, well, it's just her and Jackson. And why? If he survived Briggs, because you don't know what happened to Briggs at this point. Right. If he has survived Briggs, why are you going to keep goading him? (laughs) Right? I mean, are you going to sit there with somebody who could essentially kill you and be like, oh, well, you stopped making hard decisions, and... I'm the only one who can do this, and you suck. I mean, that, that's pretty much what she was saying. Right. Like, nanny, nanny, boo-boo, mm-hmm. you suck. I wouldn't be saying all this, because he gets up and ends up just shooting her. Yep. But, and, like, she was surprised. Like, yeah. oh, and I am now dead. What did you think was going to happen? You sent somebody to kill him. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've been a giant pain for the entire season. Yes. You keep trying to kick him out and take over. Yep. What did you think was everybody? happening? He was probably fed up. I mean, you can only turn your, the other cheek so many times.
1: Right. Yeah. Fennerman kind of, I get the feeling that um she's very much like uh, Lucaro on uh, the head of Black Badge on uh, Winona Earp. Mm. Somebody that would much rather just nuke them all than anything else. <laughs>
0: And wonders why, you know, people are leery around her. Uh Uh-huh. Well, she's dead. That's what you get. You ended up dead now. I hope you're happy. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Episode 12. Anything else? Well,
1: we do get a little bit of Hunter Headquarters where Liana and Abby are trying to treat Musa.
0: Right. How did I forget that? Because (laughs) Musa's gone kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody is... Against him, and I'm like, wow, paranoia set in hard. Mm-hmm. The closer they get to their goal, the crazier he's sounding. Yeah, he is like not healing, and they don't understand why. Right? I didn't understand why. No, because they never explained that, not really. Well, yeah, they oh, did. yeah, kind of. Yeah, they did. <laughs> That's right. I almost forget, forgot.
1: Yes, and we keep hearing about the exalted.
0: What are the exalted? Why are you bringing something in at this stage of the game? Right. Explain it.
1: (laughs) And we never really did get a good explanation of what the exalted are.
0: No, we didn't. They're just other hunters. That's all we have. That They're like two factions. Right. And Musa saying that they were the ones that turned on him. But, again, history is written by the victor, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: So... All right. all
1: right, on to the season and series finale, episode 13, New Holy Ground. With the purge imminent, the ETU has no choice but to trust an unlikely informant, leading all paths to converge at the primary hunter base for a climactic showdown.
0: This was good. I hated the ending. <laughs> <laughs> Which you had told me about it. You're like, you're not going to like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> And it's all because it, it wasn't going any further. Right. But it was still kind of left open-ended.
1: Yes. Yes. They, you can see the way the finale was done, that, yes, it was expecting to have a, a season two.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we would get Liliana and the... Um, the Exalted. Exalted storyline.
0: <sighs> well, we find out at least about the spaceship. The, right. It, It's not just a spaceship. Actually, where did it go? It was supposed to go to Saturn. Right. But there was a whole lot of nuclear missiles there. (laughs) So basically, and I don't know how true it is, because they said it was like an old U.S. program.
1: Right. The old uh, Project Orion spaceship program from back in the 50s.
0: Was that a real thing? Do you know? I don't know if
1: it's a real thing or not.
0: I didn't know if you looked it up. You always find these little tidbits. I, I was just wondering, because the whole thing was a nuclear missile, and it's kind of like it sets off the next one and next one next one so it can get the thrust. Right. And to get the speed. But that many nuclear missiles would pretty much devastate. Wherever it is. Right. And so even though The Purge wasn't supposed to be about killing off humans, it ended up, it would have been about killing off humans. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, okay, did did they not really know this? Which we find out, really, it was only Liliana and Musa that knew anything. Right. Because Abby truly did not know what this would do. Yep. Although, you had to have an idea when you had that many around. You would think. Unless you didn't truly believe they were nuclear missiles. (laughs) I don't know. There was a whole lot of people that they put on this ship. Right. And it didn't seem like there was that much room. For all those people they kept funneling in. (laughs) It's like, are you guys plastered in, like, every tiny crack? What is going on?
1: I kind of think so.
0: Yeah. Well, the ETU is there. That's when we're finding out that, yeah, okay, the Mexican government is trying to evacuate people because otherwise everyone's going to die. Yep. And here's a pill. This might help if if it goes off and there's radiation. What? <laughs> Give me a hazmat suit or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. That was crazy. And all I kept thinking, I wonder if that's like the stuff where people who go and visit... um That place in Russia, if that's like they have to take. Why am I blanking on that name? Chernobyl. Thank you. I'm like, it was a movie. (laughs) It was a weird movie, too, by the way. Chernobyl Diaries. Just, (laughs) you know. I I don't know. It just seemed like, really, that's your precaution. Uh, We're going to stay over here. You guys are good. Go ahead in. Oh, what? I, I had a lot of questions with this episode. And what was mostly what the questions were. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think that would have been me in this situation. Uh, What what do you mean? I'm doing what? And you want me to what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I don't think this is going to work out for me. But it it was interesting because we have Briggs showing his true colors. Right. We have McCarthy, suddenly MIA. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. We have Liliana. Yeah, Liliana. Totally different attitude than I was expecting. Right. And Abby also changing everything, her entire demeanor, because of the encounter with both Liliana and with Musa. So it was weird. It's like nobody was the character that they've been built up to up until the very last episode. Right. Well, except Briggs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can't say anything. Briggs was a jackass the whole time, so, yeah.
1: Right, because he actually drives off and leaves Regan there.
0: Yes. like, And Regan was on the radio. Why wasn't she like, Briggs left me? Yeah. I'd have been like, you asshat. Uh-huh. Stop <laughs> would have been cussing him on the radio.
1: Yeah, because if Jackson would have found out, he'd probably shot him right then and there and kicked him out of the truck and went back to get her.
0: Right. Well, McCarthy... Ends up giving them the information. They go and find him. And he's gloating about how Musa and his people get captured and I get to go free. And then Briggs shoots him. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? And then a little bit, you know, forward there, we have Jackson and Briggs together. And Jackson's getting a call over the radio that McCarthy's been killed. Right. And Briggs was the last one. And then Briggs is all of a sudden going to, like... Blackmail him?
1: Right, because he felt for sure that it was Jackson that killed Finnerman. Which it was. Yes, it was. And Finnerman tried to make it look like it was a hunter by doing the extraction. And the doctors already figured out that she was dead before the extraction. So, of course, it's, you know, because Briggs was there, he knew what had happened.
0: Mm-hmm. But then he's like, I'm going to run this, and I'm going to do what I want. Right. Why the hell didn't Jackson just shoot him? Uh, I (laughs) know. Or say... You could shoot
1: Pitterman. Why not shoot Briggs, too?
0: Right. I just wanted him to be taken down
1: (laughs) so badly. Hopefully, in the book, an exalted got him.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice. (laughs) Uh, Liliana and, and Abby come to a head in this episode because... Musa is attacked, and it turns out it's Liliana. And, you know, he tells Abby that she's been trying to poison him with the medication. Right. And Abby was giving him the medication, too. Yeah. But even in last episode, what I was saying was he wasn't healing, because Abby's like, you should be healing. You're not healing.
1: Right. That was our clue that the medica- there was something up with the medication.
0: It just seems strange that... Like, all of a sudden now is when she's making her move. Is it because at that point he'd gone so over the edge that he was going to do whatever it took? And if he was leaving, why didn't you just let him leave? Right. Because for a second, and I did not rewind it, and I never watch on closed captioning. I swear I need to. Because I thought she's, when he's like, you're on their side, or whose side are you on? Musa said something along those lines. I thought she said humanity. And I'm like... Wait, what? Because then he's like, you're one of them? And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. So we don't, I couldn't figure that out till the very end.
1: Yeah, no, Liliana said, my own kind.
0: Oh, okay. So like, that doesn't make a lick of sense, the way that played out for me.
1: Right, because one of the feelers comes rushing to Moose's aid and gets axed by Liliana.
0: hmm And what is with feeding by sticking his hands in their chest? <laughs> Don't know. That was the weirdest thing because they haven't done that the entire season. Right. Like, uh, okay, this is weird stuff happening. I don't know. But, you know, they fight. She kills them. She runs off. Abby, Abby's fighting because Liliana is trying to. She stops the launch but keeps the countdown going right. so that the missiles will actually go off. Well, okay, nuclear explosion, right? Uh huh. And so her and Abby are fighting. And again, I'm thinking, Abby, don't you think you should get out of Dodge? (laughs) Or at this point, if you're worried about the people in the missile, go try to get them out now. Not wait until the last five minutes. Right. But she goes and runs and and hides, basically. Yeah, she's having to hide from Liliana. Regan finds her and lets her live. Right. Which kind of surprised me.
1: Well, because it really didn't, because... It was Abby who let Regan go at the great hunt when they were trying to convert Regan back to being a hunter. Okay. So, yeah, it it made sense to me that, yes, Regan would return the the debt.
0: Okay. Which worked out because then Abby saves Flynn. Right. After he pulled Moose's head apart, (laughs) isn't he in there as his hunter body?
1: Yeah, parts of it. Some
0: has got to be. Is he, like, disintegrating in there? Because he pulled the head open. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is he, a really, like, overripe cantaloupe? What is this? <laughs> that was weird. I mean, the other guy who was posing as his army buddy, like, rips his ears open and part of his head starts popping out because that's how Hunter's here with the weird thingies. Right. That was the technical term, in case you're wondering, the thingies. <laughs> anyway, but when he pulls apart Moose's head, it's like nothing's even in there. It's just rotten cabbage. His kabasa had nothing in it. It was weird. And then he's just laying there dead. I'm like, what is this? It It blew me away because I don't know why everybody else who's a hunter, you know, you can see their, like, when they cut themselves... You can see, like, Hunter stuff underneath, or the guy with this, pulled the ear thing. And he's just, like, nothing inside. He's, like, rotted.
1: Right. And I think that, too, has something to do with the poison that Liliana gave him.
0: Oh, okay.
1: He wasn't going to be able to convert back to Hunter form regardless.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: And, of course, we find out, you know, as they're in their discussions that, you know, Flint is the only human that has ever survived the Great Hunt.
0: Right. And Moose is like, oh, yeah, we're totally, like, the same person. It's like, wow. Okay, now you went crazy stalker. Right. Like, we're the same, dude.
1: Yeah. Well, and that he's the only one who can protect Moose, his people, human and humankind from the exalted who will destroy the Earth like locusts.
0: <sighs> yeah. See, we didn't have enough, so I don't know. You know, they don't know anything. The ETU knows nothing about the Exalted. No. Maybe if they had had some information and that was, was shared with the class, you know, we, we would have been a little more inclined to be like, okay, he's crazy, but we should save him. Right. But we know nothing.
1: Yeah. And that Moses sent Abby to Flynn so they could ultimately work together.
0: Right. Sure, crazy man. That's totally what you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but after their little fight, and somehow Flynn's hand made it inside the feeler. That's gross. And then it comes out and it's like all, like, chemical burned or something. Right. Because Abby saves him Mm -hmm. and wraps his hand. And he has been so anti-Abby, obviously, with what's happened, but he's accepting her help and then trying to help her in return. Right. And, I mean, I know they're not going to be like, you know, somebody breaks up, you can't shut your feelings off. (laughs) But... Still, it just seems so weird that he's just like, okay, here, I'll help you. And, you know, because she's like screaming how we have to get them out. We have to help them. Right. They're all going to die. And he goes to try to help. But isn't there some kind of computer override that locked it in? Maybe somebody can open it. Right. It's not like it's a washer. <laughs> You're just going to pop that baby open. Oh, well. A it lot did of this stuff like a front from load.
1: the 50s. It might be a
0: washer. <laughs> The front load, it's fine. Yeah. And so they go running and, and find a car and take off to try to save themselves. And Briggs and Jackson are in a car trying to save themselves and we have Regan who finds Ileana and somehow she talks her into coming with her to save themselves. What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> with the exception of Jackson and Briggs, even though Jackson doesn't trust Briggs at this point. Right. It's like, okay, we're trying to get out, but he's like, has anyone seen? Regan. Right. He was the only one that seemed to be in his character the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, no changes, no weird stuff. Right. Regan's just changing gears, going with her mom, who, with all the back, back scenes that we have seen, backstory, you know, she didn't like her mom. So why is she all of a sudden like, okay, let's go, it's cool? Uh um,
1: yeah, It's either that or get nuked. So, yeah, I guess she really didn't have much of a choice. And then
0: Flynn and Abby... And at, at least they showed Abby crying and upset because she knows what's about to happen to her people. Right. And then you see a boom. So we don't know what happened. if Who got away. Right. Who was far enough out. And the last scene we have is Liliana and Regan in, ah, oh crap. What was the place? Because it was where brother number four was.
1: Yeah. Pripyat,
0: Russia. Thank you. I was going to say that totally wrong. <laughs> I I might have. I was going to say Puripat. I'm like, I don't think that's right. I don't know. But they're there, and she's like, welcome home. Opens the door, and you have just hunters. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Are these the ones that were on that ship that they were trying to get to? Or are these ones that have always been, and they just never took human form? Which seems really strange for that many of them to not have taken human form.
1: Well, I, I definitely think the exalted kind of stowed away on the ship that brought the Hunters to Earth.
0: You don't think they're the
1: same? No. Okay, Even no. though it looks like some of them that we've seen before, I don't think this group is. Okay, now I'm confused. I think this is Liliana's group of the Exalted. But and... they're
0: not like Hunters. They are, but they aren't?
1: Oh, no. They're worse than the Hunters we've seen. Oh, okay. Yeah, this these Hunters want to just wipe out humankind and take over
0: the earth well that's all we got from musa that doesn't mean that's reality
1: true but if we assume that yes liliana was poisoning musa to get him out of the way then you assume that as like regan said this group of hunters there were some that were innocent Mm -hmm. but liliana wanted to get all of them out of the way okay So they don't have any other hunters on the planet that could stand up to them in any shape, form, or fashion. Interesting. And the only possibility of any of them being able to do that is Regan. And if Abby and Flynn survived, which, you know... We don't know. We don't know, but you have to assume that, yes, they did survive. So basically you got two hunters, and the only human that survived... The Great Hunt taking on... all the, the Exalted. The Exalted, yeah.
0: And I'm going to believe three. that at some point Jackson just takes Briggs out. Just oh, yeah. Popped him.
1: <laughs> or they find out where they are and one of the Exalted takes Briggs out.
0: <laughs> you know, we as see as a, as an,
1: as an alien where, you know, it just rips uh, the android in half there at the... <laughs> <laughs> Right. That would be a proper way for Briggs to go out, just uh-huh. be ripped in half.
0: <laughs> yes, he was just, uh that's bad. That's bad. That's what I wanted to happen. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So anything else out of these last three, I was going to say 11 episodes, three episodes that you want to touch on?
1: Well, it was interesting to see the the extremes on both sides because you had Finnerman. For humanity, you had McCarthy for the Hunters, and you see both sides willing to do whatever it is to survive, and it just leaves everybody dead. (laughs) That's true.
0: So that didn't work out
1: so well. No, not so much.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I just wish they had really started fleshing this out earlier and giving us more information. It just felt like one of those that they put too much information that was not necessary in. Right. And so that's why I think we just lost so many viewers through the season and ultimately ended up losing a season two.
1: Right. I think you're absolutely right there. It was. We spent way too much time on figuring out what Abby actually was. Right. Because we spent, what, three or four the first three or four episodes trying to find her and then finding out that she was a hunter. Right. That probably should have happened in the first episode.
0: Or at least by the second. Right. Well, Sci-Fi still has some great shows.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) We have a couple that we are in the middle, or not in the middle of, we're still at the beginning of. Right. For season two of Killjoys and Dark Matter.
1: Right. And we do have Van Helsing starting in September to look forward to.
0: Yes. There's so many that are coming. I'm really excited.
1: Yeah. We'll have
0: The Expanse coming back.
1: Yes, and of course, Magicians, magicians yes. will be returning in January. and
0: They had a uh, lot coming out over the summer, so...
1: Right, we've still got Incorporated coming, too. Yes. So. so yeah, if we have only one bomb out of, you know, ten new shows, hey, I'll take it.
0: <laughs> right. Still want to see Sci-Fi bringing all these original programs, so I'm really excited what's to come. I am a little sad that I'm missing any new announcements right now. But uh, the big press rooms, I'm just trying to get into their their press rooms online, their virtual press rooms. Right. Let's put it that way, so we can hopefully get you guys information and get in if they allow it. Right. (laughs) But, I mean, obviously Steve and I will be here on Sci-Fi Talk for all these other shows. We just might actually have a break in between some. Right. (laughs) In which case, you know, you'll be able to find us on a myriad of other shows over on both Hollow Nine and on Fangirl Zone. So Steve will always have some program going somewhere. Oh, So yes. make sure you follow him on Twitter and you'll know where what he's talking about when. That's right. <laughs> so make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, on Google Play, on. I forget the other one that we're on right now. Potomatic. <laughs> I'm like, there's another one, and I'm having a moment. <laughs> oh, this is what happens. I lose my mind. Uh, good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show or the series on Sci-Fi find us. So make sure you tell your friends, and we really hope you're enjoying the podcast. We want to hear from you guys. Podcast at gmail dot com. You can tweet us. You can Uh, shoot us an email, you can message us on Facebook, on www.fangirlzone.com there's a whole contact page, you can also leave a message there so we want to know how you feel and maybe somebody wants to come on and join Steve for one of the myriad of shows coming, we'd love to have you guys so I, I took a while for me to enjoy Hunters and I'm still not like oh my god this is my favorite, but I didn't hate it at the end, I was just right A little angry. (laughs) A little angry, but, you know, what did you, overall, what would you say about the season?
1: I'd probably give it about a six or a
0: seven. All right. So, that's where we are. Still have not seen Sharknado. We're going to tell you that now. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) May the
1: fourth not
0: be with you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right, then. For this episode of Sci-Fi Talk and the last few episodes of Hunters, I'm Sean Fangirlass.
1: And I'm Steve Hakuna fucking Matata.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Until next time.